0: Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
2: You have 47 new voicemails.
0: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
3: Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan. Credit to the guys and and buying in. I think they see different guys making plays and that's building their confidence. And obviously, you know, we have, I think we have a tight unit. It's not easy to get to this point. Hopefully we build on it, but definitely proud of where we're at for sure.
0: It's really the same process as usual. We were going off of what we went into the first game, you know, how, how we felt like
1: the first game went, you know, and then obviously the four games since then and, and how they've evolved.
3: Happy for him. Had a pretty good preseason then got hurt. It's hard to get him a little bit involved then got hurt again. And so, uh. It was fun to see. The guys were excited for him. He's a great kid, works hard, and you can see that by our guys, how excited they were for him. He's got such natural ability, and he's worked awfully hard to really drill down, you know, his pass rush moves, and he's relentless, and, um, you know, you have to count wherever he's at. Uh, he can wreck the game, I mean. It's Todd Monken,
4: Ravens offensive coordinator yesterday. See Matt with the media out there, one winning drive. Talking about Miles Garrett. Todd Munkin was in Cleveland, let's not forget, a few years back as the O.C. there for the Browns and Miles Garrett just uh, praising him, Munkin was, for his hard work. Yep. I mean, he's blessed with physical gifts. I mean, you see him jump. I mean, he jumps over offensive linemen to block kicks, Yeah, not propelling himself offset offensive linemen. He just leaps over them in a Superman sort of fashion. So he is a one-man disruptor. In a big, big way, but as you would expect for someone that's defensive player of the year, worthy every year, number one pick in the draft. Some guys, Vinny, and you were in the NFL in college, and you know a lot of people are blessed with physical skills, yeah. but don't put the work in to maximize them. This guy is not only physically gifted, immensely talented. He busts his ass preparing yeah. for the games and preparing for his craft. And you see the results every Sunday. Wasn't his dad a pro guy,
3: Bob? I'm not sure. I, th- I thought he was. Um, but he's a freak. He is a physical freak. You know, I mean, he was good at A&M. You know, but... And I was talking to Mary Kay Calvert, Cleveland Plain Dealer, the other day. And she th- she thought that he's playing the best he's ever played right now. And I think... Jim Schwartz has helped a lot. I think it it brings. I I think he's allowed to be himself, show his personality, talk trash if he wants. You know, I think he's having fun, and he's got Zadarius on the other side. You know, to take up the uh, well. I I mean, what Clowney said is basically Zadarius has two sacks. You know, and Zadarius, you know, because Garrett's not getting doubled as much now, so Zadarius is, you know, given. Miles the opportunity, so. um, But they've they've got two talented guys. But Miles Garrett, he is um, if he's not the best, he's one A.
4: Yeah, his half brother, uh, Miles Garrett, Sean Williams, first round draft basketball player at BC, and I remember this guy Sean Williams, seventeenth overall pick back in two thousand. Seven. So, yes, there's a lineage of athleticism in that family. But this guy's a beast, and he works hard at his craft, and you see the results. And, uh, you know, you're Todd Monk, and you're certainly worried about the uh, uh, the Miles Garrett factor, especially given the fact that um, Ronnie Stanley hadn't been playing all that great here as of late.
3: Yeah, but, Bob, they uh, m- m- I didn't see many times in that first game where Garrett was singled. You know, I mean, there somebody... You know, whether it be even like um, Andrews would just like bump him on the way out and, you know, and the backs would chip him and, you know, uh, the tackle, sometimes they turn, turn out to him. So he was, I mean, they know, I mean, you can't, and they know Ronnie's not uh, been playing great. I mean, he, um, Mafé should have had two sacks last week against Ronnie. So, yeah. So they, they know they're going to need to give him help and, you know, Moses got to stand up and hold his end of the bargain over there with Zadarius.
4: It's Finn Haney 1057. The pen. you want to get in with your picks for this game coming up on Sunday, one o'clock. Cleveland Browns back to the divisional scrapes. Cleveland's five and three. Everybody in the division is five and three except the Ravens, who are seven and two. Yeah. And we'll talk later in the show about this division and how it has evolved into the best. In the National Football League. What's this guy's name from USA Today, Nolan? Should have told you before the show. That's my fault. But Chris Boombaca. Hell of a name. Hell Baca. of a writer. Yeah. Shakalaka Boombaca. USA Today wrote about the AFC North and the strength of it. Hey, look, we talked about it before uh, the season started. You can make a case yeah. for every team in the division winning the division. And right now, the Ravens are the leaders in the clubhouse. But you know, every team has a has a case for being the best. I think Pittsburgh's the worst, let's be honest with you, because they, they've got more uh,
3: offensive They're mode, challenged. more holes.
4: Yeah. But Cincinnati, Baltimore, obviously, and Cleveland, I mean, it's all about Deshaun Watson and what he brings to the equation. But you want to pick this game, you can. 4-10-5-8-3, 105 7 Ravens are now six-and-a-half-point favorites taking on the Cleveland Browns. We also heard from Todd Munkin talking about Keaton Mitchell, giving him an opportunity. He got it big time. But yesterday, uh, hammy issues, I guess, limited his practice participation.
3: Yeah. Uh, I mean, was that kind of his hammy kind of got sore kind of thing? Um, I don't know. But he's got to get off the injury report, Bob. I mean, that's the biggest thing with him is is because, you know, can I count on you? That That's the thing. I mean, I love what what you did, but, you know, like the first time he played, Bob, he had a great run, and then boom, what happened? He didn't play a second half. Where is he? Hammy issues. Right. You know, now he rushes for 140. You know, where is he? Hammy issues. That can't happen. I need him consistently. Now I need it, him there every day.
4: Is it more concerning that it happens on a Thursday? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Wednesday. It's, yeah, where are you going to be Thursday? And if he's not there today, then – or and limited,
3: like, whatever it is. Well, then uh, guess who'll be up?
4: Mel? Yeah. Mel Gordon?
3: At which he had a good game against Cleveland the last time. They and played. by
4: the way, he was just limited yesterday. It's not like yeah. he didn't practice. He was limited with a hamstring, Bateman with a back, Marlon
3: left, right? Marlon, uh, Zrebeck, uh, Norm told me Zrebeck tweeted out that after a half hour, Marlon jogged in. a practice.
4: Okay. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. Now, Cleveland got a bunch of dudes back. Uh, after they had, what, almost 10 people, literally, yeah. on their injury report, but not returning, was DeWan Jones. And they've got issues already on the offensive line. And he's the backup. Yeah. So now you're going to the backup to the backup. And the Ravens, if you've forgotten, and I'm sure you haven't, ladies and gentlemen, over the course of the week, they lead the NFL in sacks.
3: Yeah, and I would say this about you know, Cleveland's offensive line. They're much better in the run than they are to pass. You know, and that's why, you know, if the Ravens can get them in passing situations and get ahead, Deshaun Watson's going to be running for his life. And Cleveland quarterbacks have been sacked 24 times
4: this year. And we'll get into stats as the program rolls on. We got Vinny's keys. We got our predictions. We'll do our picks for weeks 10. Week 10, which started last night. And as usual, I was wrong, you know, because now I got to take Hail Marys. That was a boring game. Oh, oh man, that was rough. And I don't like the Bears wearing those orange uniforms.
3: I don't know. Uh, uh, so I like the black or the white. You're an historic
4: franchise. Yeah. Just stick to what you know. I mean, yeah. I don't wear no dopey stuff. This is this is a college. Wear what you wear. Orioles got some award recognition last night. He's Adley Rutschman and Gunnar Henderson both won Silver Sluggers. Adley is the catcher. Gunnar Henderson as the utility player. Santander lost out in the outfield, but the first time in 10 years, right, Nolan? Or nine years that the Ravens had more than one silver slugger. 2013, yep. 10 years. Holy mackerel. Gunnar Henderson, he's going to win rookie of the year probably next year. Adley was a gold glove finalist, all-star. They're the two studs, and they're playing like studs, and you know, hence the Orioles becoming contenders in a very short period of time. Turp basketball tonight against Davidson. You can hear it on one zero five seven. The fan in the Asheville championship, Maryland ten and a half point favorites in this matchup. Maryland or Davidson will play the winner of Clemson UAB. That'll be Sunday in the championship game. But Maryland hoops coming up tonight on the fan. Turp's looking to get to two and zero. Maryland football. They've lost four in a row. They're at Nebraska tomorrow at noon. Another game you can hear on the fan. But if you're looking to watch it, break out the Peacock, baby, because that's where it is.
3: Uh, You know what? I was listening to Johnny Holiday because, you know, he had Loxley, you know, the the show last night. They had Hemby on, you know, and and Hemby was saying even, you know, they have great practices, but it doesn't transfer to the game. Well, whatever you're doing, then uh, change it up. That's what I say. Change it up.
4: Maryland's still favored.
3: Man, I... And, and you know what Locke said? He says, you know, he said I'm trying to tell these guys they have like professional fans. There's going to be eighty five thousand people there in red, and it's I played down there. It's it's loud. You walk in there, Bob. You walk into the stand because it's it's like right on top of you. And I mean, they're the stands start right outside the end zones, and it's all red, all red. And it, it's 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 a it's an awesome. College football environment.
4: Winner is bowl eligible. Nebraska 4-1 and at home. Maryland's lost four straight overall. We'll talk about this with Keith Cavanaugh and more from terribletimes.com. Coming up at 1130, there was college football last night. Louisville overcame a deficit to beat Virginia late. Mm-hmm. So the Cardinals, they're what, 11th? Yeah. And the college football what are they, players 9 and 1? Yeah, they got uh, I guess it'll be them and Florida State for the ACC Championship.
3: And, and Brahms got a good chance to be coach of the year, I would think. I uh, no doubt about it. It's
4: Purdue has felt his loss. Yes. Louisville, has been I mean, Brahms, a Louisville guy, played quarterback there. So he has uh, gone home. And unlike Scott Frost at uh, Nebraska, this one's turned out well <laughs> yeah. for the Cardinals. It's video 80, 1057, the fan. Your prediction for the Ravens, 410, 583, 5, 7, Spreads now up to six and a half. I mean, even Scott Petrek thought the six <laughs> yeah. was appropriate. Maybe we're overestimating the Browns, or are we underestimating them?
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
2: schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear one, serves from the left. Whatever's has into you, Calpurnia. Haney,
3: post up in the bleachers. You're all
5: perfect. Hold on, yeah.
2: The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together it's is on 105.7 The
0: Fan. Great, great challenge for our football team going on the road against Baltimore division leaders, playing really, really well. It's a great place to play, great atmosphere.
4: Kevin Stefanski, head coach of the Cleveland Browns, talking about the matchup this Sunday. 1 o'clock against the Ravens. Kevin Stefanski trying to get back into that postseason conversation. And a win for them. Big game for both teams, obviously. No doubt. Ravens, you know, they just uh, assert more control over the North. Cleveland comes here and wins. They kind of establish themselves even more as true contenders
3: in the AFC North here cuz that means Watson's kind of back then bob if he if he has a cuz for them to win he's got to have a really good game or Lamar's got to turn it over a bunch of times which i don't i don't i don't see Lamar hadn't been doing that you know especially in the past game he's only thrown three picks but he, they would have to get him you know like Garrett got that what sack fumble at Indy, you know to help them win that you know. Their their defense is gonna have to help them beat the Ravens. Ravens beat Cleveland. That's a sweep.
4: Improves Baltimore to three and one in the north, eight and two overall would be their fifth straight win. You got Cincinnati looming on Thursday, so everybody knows the importance of the next two games. It's Midian 80. it's featured artist Friday. What do we got going on over there, Nolan McGraw? It's third eye blind today, which if you made a nineties band in a lab, this is probably what you would get. Uh, you a big fan or no? I, no, not I know probably two songs. Okay, again, we're here to praise the listeners for picking Third Eye Blind. Not to rag on the music, I ain't stretching imagination. But if you want to hear Third Eye Blind, we got you covered. Send your song request. Maybe you're an aficionado.
3: Where they from? Are they? Were they popular? I mean, uh... they're pretty popular. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was living in California at the time. I don't know oh, if I ever heard them out
4: there. You don't get music in California. <laughs> Really? Okay. All right, let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Rosedale. It's Tony. Tony, what's happening?
6: Hey, how you guys doing today? Doing all Good. right, Tony. Okay. First, 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 so let, me, let me clear something up. I'm going to start getting a patent and licenses on stuff I say. I called y'all last week and brought up that Gino to Geno thing, and I heard everybody over the weekend using Geno to Gino, including Nance and Romo. I was like, mm-hmm. that's my patent i'm gonna start suing for copyright infringements i'm just kidding that whatever but i did bring that up last week and it came i remember i I remember (laughs) okay i want to break down this game and i've got the ravens winning 28 to 10 and this is why if we go defense to defense i call that a push and i want to no, I, I want to give a shout out to fellow Mount St. Joe guy, Jim Schwartz, because he's a great defensive coordinator wherever mm-hmm. he's been Titans, Eagles. His defense is always in the upper echelon of the league. And, you know, he's done, made the Mount very proud of him. He's a great defensive coordinator. So I call that a push. If you go to special teams, any game we play with Tucker, I give us the edge.
3: Now their now, their kicker's pretty. Di- their kicker, you know, has made seven ki- seven for seven over fifty, and their punter's averaging fifty point five.
6: Okay, and then we have They busting, busting. You know, returns like he's prone to do. I still give us the edge, special teams.
3: Well, their oh, their man. punt returner now is a stud, right, Bob? James Proche? Yes, baby. it is.
6: Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go to the offense, and this is the difference. When Miles Garrett goes into his Howie Long Fred Dean impersonation and starts busting in there, I gotta think the Ravens have put into their game plan a heavy dose of screen passes to this kid Mitchell and even Gus Edwards because that's how you slow the pass rush down, isn't it? Screen passes and draw plays. I think there's gonna be a couple of plays. Where he makes very big plays and it's going to be the difference of the game with his speed and everything with Miles Garrett, you know, busting in there like he do. And I, up until this point, I've seen no signs of Cleveland's offense being able to go toe to toe with the Ravens' offense. I don't, you know, like I said, the defenses are called equal. They, we don't have a Miles Garrett. They don't have a Roquan Smith. I
3: don't think. No, they so don't. They don't have that. a Patrick Queen.
6: Right, that's why I say I like us twenty-eight to ten because of our offense, and I mm-hmm. think we have more big play capability than they do.
3: They have two. All right, Tony, thanks. They have two. They 20... got yeah. They they yeah. got N'Joko and uh, Cooper and Cooper.
4: And if uh, him and uh, Cooper and N'Joko are uh, same page with Watson, that could be an interesting thing to deal with. And All right, you know, Ford and Hunt. All right, whatever. Yeah, they're they're
3: they're okay. You yeah. know, Hunt, okay. you get around
4: the goal line, Hunt's going to be an issue.
3: Right. Yeah.
4: But he ain't busted no 90-yarders, we don't think. No. Right? No, not at all. All right, let's get back to the phones. Let's go to Rashawn in Baltimore. Rashawn, what's happening?
7: Hey, good morning, fellas. How y'all doing?
4: All right, I'm wondering what I... Yesterday was the most overrated seventy five degree day we've ever had. Yes, it was seventy five in November and it rained the whole time. It sucked. Well, anyway, yeah, yeah, we're right. not here to talk. I'm not Bob Turka. <laughs> Bob Haiti, what's happening, Rashad?
7: Not much. Um, my score is I got him uh, no twenty seven ten. I know Tony said twenty twenty eight to ten. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be close at all. I know it's a divisional game and everything, but um, I think we want to get that for Watson. I know the offensive line is banged up a little bit, so hopefully we have him running for his life. And they don't have uh, enough time to connect with, uh, with Cooper. I know Cooper's having you know, a big year so far. And, and, um,
3: and the two big plays he made the last game were down the field type throws where he had Max protect, you know, mm-hmm. and he had time to throw. And I, I kind of agree with you. I don't know that he's going to have time to throw. I think he's going to be running for his life most of the day.
7: Yeah, that's also for the sake of um our, our cornerback, Marlon Humphries, because I know he can't play one-on-one with Cooper. At all, you know. Stevens, so, Stevens I
3: mean. would be fine there. I, I think they trust either one to play against them. That's my opinion. Because big receiver, Marlon's good with big receiver. Cooper's not a burner, which is good for Marlon. Stevens mm-hmm. can run. And Stevens is big physical guy. So, you know, and they'll take some shots. But I don't know if they're going to have time to take the shots.
7: Yeah, I mean, let's hope not. You know, because right. we don't want this to be the Sean Watson coming out party against no. us. You know, because you know he's due for a big game and with that big contract, so he got to put up some numbers.
3: Yeah, with those two offensive tackles, you know, you know, that's going to be tough.
7: Right, thanks, Rashawn.
4: The ball's
3: going to come out quick, I think, at least early.
7: So
4: we'll do our picks later in the show, of course, mm-hmm. as we do on Fridays, but two so far. And two, Tony and Rashawn, thinking the Ravens, somewhat puffy pants at the Cleveland Browns. By the way, Amari Cooper and... Marlon Humphrey, weren't they teammates at Alabama? I Uh, believe they they were. Their careers did overlap. Down there with Nick Saban. It's Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. will come back, take your phone calls at 410-583-1057. Got Vinny's keys to victory coming up around 10.45 or so. Got Jonas Schaefer from the Baltimore Banner at 11 o'clock. And then the Whip around 11.15. What happened in the world of sports last night? And historically, we got you covered here on this Featured Artist Friday. It is Third Eye Blind. We're rocking
8: here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,
5: Game, every interview, every take. 1057,
3: the voice of the fan. To me, he's, he's the player that, that we anticipated him being. You know, it's the, the things that he's done over the course of his career, uh, he's doing here. He's playing, obviously, at a high level.
4: That's Mike McDonald, Ravens defensive coordinator, talking about Kyle Van Noy, who has been a revelation. Uh, in season edition, five sacks on the year, and I'm not saying Mike McDonald's a liar. Five sacks, though, yeah. in this short period of time. Come on, dude. No, but I don't even think Kyle Van Noy figured he. That's get what he ever first
3: career wasn't it? Five and a half yeah. first career over the yeah. course
4: of a sixteen, seventeen <laughs> right. game season. But for him to come in and kick some ass and make an impact and get acclimated to the locker room and become a team guy he's respected by everyone, I mean, yeah, Uh, everything they expected and then I'm guessing Vinny probably exceeding that in a big way.
3: Yeah, no doubt about it. And, Bob, the thing that they do, and and Mike talks a a lot about it, is they're unselfish. And, you know, what do you mean by that is because when they're – Scheming things up, and they're running like uh, the last time they played his sack, uh, Vanoys sack on Cleveland was he stunted around, and to do that, the other two guys got to take up their guys, and they know their job is not to get to the quarterback. Their job is, you know, Vanoy's is the guy. So your job is eat the tackle, eat the guard, so he can come around, and they're willing to do that because they all get a chance for opportunities. That that's the thing.
4: It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The pen. It's Featured Artist Friday. It's Third Eye Blind. And Vinny, you you were in California, so I guess the radios don't work out there. No, they don't. But Nolan, tell Vinny where Third Eye Blind's from. This is too comedic. I pull up Wikipedia here. San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) And when were they formed... Uh, formed in the early 90s. First album, 97. No, Oh, so I was there.
7: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no,
4: I guess I, they, they didn't play, you know. it must not have played at halftime of any 49ers game. No, that was it.
3: Eddie Money and Huey Lewis and stuff. Yeah,
4: I got to be honest. I had no idea where Third Eye Blind was. Yeah. But uh, we're jamming to them over the next... Uh, three and a half hours or so. If you got a song you want to hear, send your uh, selection to the Sport text line. Let's get out to the phones. Ravens, six and a half point favorites over the Browns. Ravens, if they get that win. It's their fifth straight short week, though. Cincinnati coming to town. Cincinnati, by the way, taking on Houston this weekend. Let's go to Kevin in Ellicott City. Kevin, thanks for holding. What's happening?
2: What's good, Vinny? Bob, how y'all doing? How you good, doing, man. man? I, uh, you guys really had me, uh, Going mentally off, you know, on the offensive side of the ball with what y'all were speaking about so far. Mm-hmm. I uh, I tell you, Lamar has certainly proved that he's putting together a similar unanimous decision as to who the MVP could be, right? Could be.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, I know Cleveland, Baltimore has sometimes been like Army, Navy, right? Mm-hmm. who could get ground the most. Um, but I tell you, they've, they've built it in my mind, in my opinion. I mean, I think we got some straight up horses now on offense. I mean, I know Bateman didn't catch every ball, et cetera. But if you watched him in the last, last game, three he weeks, was, he
3: has he, last three weeks. He hadn't dropped a ball.
2: Yes, sir, we're correct. And, uh, but if you watched him on a couple of the routes where I, I meant to say that the ball didn't wasn't passed to him per se, he looked like a thoroughbred horse out the gate, yep. knees up high and was burning the defensive player. Uh, I agree with you. I think we should, I hope we continue that upward tick to a Super Bowl-ready contender. And I think if we could beat them potentially like 34 to 12 if, if this goes well. I would really like to see that from well, us for them 48. to get
3: that many points. They need a couple of turnovers. They need help. They need a couple of short fields. Like the reason they got twenty eight the Uh-oh. first time around was they got the two short fields.
2: Nice. Okay. We can definitely do that at home. Our defense is the absolute truth. Whether skeptics want to not admit it or not, we're the straight truth. I think we're going to burn them down with with the bigger dogs. All right,
4: Kevin. Another blowout ravens of win yeah as uh the listeners see it you know we'll do our picks again later i'm feeling a little more i was not i don't know skeptical that the ravens would win i'm feeling a little more relaxed about the proceedings perhaps but that's why they play the games if watson you know we'll get in all of that and let's give it the people's uh Opinion here. Let's go to Sean in Minnesota. Sean, what is up? Happy
5: football featured artists, whatever Friday we got going on here. Uh, You know, uh, Vinny, Bobster, and the Vin Man, there was a a time in the late 90s. If you perused any bar uh, in the Fells Point area, you would have heard third eye blind (laughs) just a blaring out of there, Mm. right alongside... uh, uh, uh smash mouth i think it would have been or i don't i think that's uh
2: that
4: sounds about right that was during yeah. the era where most of the bands that were new at the time had numbers and third eye blind some 41 blink one Eight. you know what i mean you had exactly. to do math to listen to your music
5: <laughs> exactly now i'm 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 only at 45 years old so consequently Uh, That was right around, you know, the time I would have been in college out there, uh, Catonsville Community College then at the time. Shout out. Um, (laughs) You know, I got to say, living in Minnesota, you know, I've become acclimated to the weather. But now that I am, I love when anywhere else complains about 70 degree weather in November. (laughs) You know, rough go out. You got snow Uh, yet? Uh yeah, we had snow. We had some snow before right maybe 2 weeks before Halloween we had some snow. Okay. So yeah, you know, it's 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 Minnesota, but uh, yeah, I I hey. didn't want to like it as much as I actually I do lived there 20 some years. Yeah, well it's, I got uh,
4: a news for you. We haven't had snow in Baltimore in 2 years, so uh, there is that. <laughs> yeah, but
5: <laughs> you know, I'm going to say I got to say uh down with the dirty elves, you know? Um the Ravens are averaging, I I believe it's something like 33 points a game lately. Uh, So I believe they come close to dropping another 30 burger on them. I I don't think it's going to be as, as much as a a, a beating as it was before, but you know, Deshaun Watson really hasn't proven anything yet. And then moreover, um, our our defense had their their number last time, and we we didn't have guys like at the time. Uh, uh Jadavis, we had Jadavis you Jadavis had Clowney,
3: Clowney and Van, Van Noy's Jadavis. first game.
5: That's right. He wasn't playing it. They weren't playing the way they're playing today. Or no, are playing lately. No. So I think you know it's going to be closer to a thirty burger, maybe twenty seven. I'm going, to go like, 27-13, 27-10. Their, their field goal kicker, their special teams unit, now, that that's decent. I yep. mean, their, their field goal kicker's got a big leg. Yep. So, I can see them trying to get down the field and trying to and Tucker it, you know, most of the game with us because it's an AFC North game. But, I don't – man – no, it's, it's twenty. I'm good. It at twenty seven thirteen somewhere yeah. in that neighborhood.
3: Well, the biggest right, disappointing thing go. to me will be if they can, if the Browns can continually run on the Ravens, I'll be shocked and I'd be extremely disappointed.
4: one oh five seven the Fan, we have time for another call. You make the call. Let's go to and Butus. Ed, what's happening?
9: bob Benny. Good day to both the gentlemen. How you doing, good. man? Uh, okay. Um, bouncing to uh to the Terps, Bob, Um, not even close to being in your category uh, with that. Um, Talking about traditional origins today, uh, such as Coach Jim Schwartz, he's actually an Arbutus product that went to St. Joe, he came through the Arbutus Arbutus Rec Program. I've been a lifetime Turps football fan. Secondary college team or rooting interest was always Notre Dame. I liked the tradition of both schools. Um, dating back to the early 70s with head coaches Jerry Claiborne, Bobby Ross, Ralph Regan, Notre Dame, Eric Parsegian, Lou Holtz. My favorite Turp players, Randy White, Boomer Esiason, and pretty Irish, Joe Montana and Tim Brown. I think the Terps can match up equal to another traditional powerhouse tomorrow in Nebraska and Rutgers to hopefully finish the season seven and five with a a postseason game. A bit of college football trivia, the red shirt rule five years to play four. The origin many years ago was credited to Nebraska for a walk-on who was issued a red jersey only with no numbers on it. He was a practice player until the following year which eventually evolved to all the players they had after that mandated to the weight room first year to earn their numbered red shirt the next year. And it was done so to be physically superior. Every year to follow, Nebraska was a smash mouth wishbone, punch you in the nose right from the get go, 10 in one for many years, big bowl game appearances, Other schools followed suit to what it is today. Randy White, prime ex-Turf benefactor of that theory process, 190 pounds when he walked into College Park as a freshman, 245 pounds as an All-American senior. Tomorrow's game with the Turps' victory will have great season salvage traditional meaning to it that's it gentlemen thank you
4: for your courtesy all right Ed have a great weekend Randy White of course one of the great college football players of all time Hall of Famer yeah in the National Football League Ca- what? came here as a running back I believe out of I think he's from New Jersey we 98 at the University of Maryland but 54 for the Cowboys but you know I hear you Ed and I hope you're right but right now I'm leaning heavily in Nebraska's territory. We'll oh, do our picks waiting. later in the show. We'll come back, get Vinny's keys as the Ravens take all the Cleveland Browns Sunday. Ravens six and a half point favorites. The line goes up. Why? Vinny's going to uh, explain what the Ravens are going to have to do to get that fifth straight, win their eighth on the year, and improved a three and one on the year in the AFC North. Got Jonas Schaefer from the Baltimore Banner. Marlon Humphrey left practice yesterday. It's one thing to not show up, but to leave, what does that, all that mean?
2: Keys to the game. We're doing a
1: hell of a job. We're resilient. We're moving on. And we're playing our NFL
3: football
4: game right here. 1057 Buff Fan. Vinny Hattie, 1057 The Fan. Featured Artist Friday. It's third eye blind. Pick a song. We'll play it. Send a request to Nolan McGraw. He's on the other side of the glass. Ravens, six and a half now. Point favorites. According to Caesar Sportsbook. Over the Cleveland Browns. Ravens won four in a row. Seven and two on the year. Three and one at home. Two and one. In the AFC North being Serato, how do the Ravens make it five in a row, get to four and one at home, and get to three and one in the division keys? Yeah,
3: number one, I got pressure Watson early in the game. Don't let him get comfortable. Don't let him get feeling good and confident. Make him move. Like in last week's game, he was not comfortable. He was off target. He wasn't setting his feet to throw. You know, the only times he was comfortable was – Max protect and he got a chance to set his feet. He made two really good throws in the game. Period, Bob. Two. Two. You know, otherwise he wasn't he wasn't that accurate. So pressure him early. Number two, take advantage of both their offensive tackles and pass. James Hudson, number sixty-six, is now gonna be the left tackle. And then I don't think DeWan Jones, you know, I mean, he wasn't great anyhow. And then now, Dewan Jones played against him last time, and he had some struggles. He's a he's 6'8", like 3, 380. And if he gets on you, you know, he can lean on you in the run game. Pass game, get him to move laterally and stuff, and he struggles. And I don't know who's going to be playing because Dewan Jones has not practiced in two days. And if he doesn't play, that is really a huge drop-off because it's going to be a guy who was on San Fran's practice squad probably. And the drop-off, just think if the Ravens – put their fifth tackle out there. You know, like Sharp or some of those guys they've had in the past. I mean, you know, even Philele, you know, he struggles in past, you know, because I think he's a true guard. Or probably the fifth tackle for the Ravens would be Ben Cleveland.
4: Oh, come on, man. Let's, yeah. not, let's not go there. Let's not get carried away. So,
3: they got to take it, and I'm sure. And, and the thing about it is, Bob, Hudson's a younger guy, and whoever comes in is probably a younger guy. And then you've got, you've got Vanoy, and you got Clowney. You got two veteran dudes that have seen everything, know every counter, and and this, these young tackles will be going, what was that that just happened, you know? So they got to take huge advantage of that in pass. Number three, stay out of third and long. Cleveland's number one in the league in third third down conversions at twenty six percent. So stay out of third and long. They got to be successful on first and second down. Cause third and long Garrett and those guys, you know, cause Garrett may be lined up in, he's going to line up left, right, middle. So he can line up anywhere. And Zedarius, he caused problems too. So, and they're inside guys, you know, they can get it. If they can just tee off and they know it's pass coming, it's going to be tough. Number four, handle Garrett, you know, anytime you're in pass, you know, double them, do whatever you got to do or you know, if you're running a screen pass, run it at him, take advantage of his speed up the field. If you're going to run a run inside him, take advantage of him coming up the field, which I'm sure Todd will do.
4: Yeah, he's on pace for 20 sacks this year.
3: Miles care. Number five, Lamar be the best quarterback on the field. And, you know, I mean, if you just line him up right now, Lamar... The way they're playing right now, Lamar is far and above Watson. But don't let Watson become – the only way Lamar's not the best quarterback on the field, if he throws like three picks. Uh, Number five, or number six, make them one-dimensional under 80 yards rushing. If they can shut down the run and put it all on Watson, and you got those two young tackles, and their inside guys are not as good against the pass as they are the run, then – Got a good chance to get some turnovers and yeah. stuff, too.
4: Third-leading rushing team, however, yep. are the Browns.
3: Yep. And then last one is win special teams. Two good kickers and pun- punters in this game. You know, and they they have Hopkins is good and Boroghese. Let's see. Let me get that
4: uh, phonetic spelling
3: again. Hold on.
4: Bohorkas.
3: Bohorkas averages 50, you know, and his uh, <laughs> net is almost 44 and uh Hopkins seven for seven over 50. so they've got they've got a good special team so win special teams and the, and you know what lately um Jeff Horton and his group they've been doing a good job I mean Wallace had a tackle on the punt coverage. Kohler had a tackle on kickoff coverage so the guys are start and Simpson had a couple tackles so they're starting to get better and more comfortable on teams. So win teams. So those are my seven keys.
4: And to your point before we hit the break about winning special teams, and in particular with a kicking matchup, one of the losses the Ravens had, Indy, what Matt Gay kicked five field goals that day and four beyond 50. Over 50. 50, yeah. So there you go. And as good as Justin Tucker is, and he's one of the great, the greatest of all time, arguably, you know, this kid Hopkins, he's not exactly a slouch by any stretch of the imagination. We got Joda Schaefer joining us next. Baltimore Banner preview the game with him. We got the Whip Around 11-15. And then Keith Cavanaugh, com, Got Maryland and Davidson tonight. College Hoops down in Asheville. If Maryland wins, and if Clemson gets by UAB, hey, it's an ACC reunion, which would be great to see. College football, Maryland's at Nebraska. I know Ed's uh, optimistic from Arbutus. Me, not so much. We'll see what Keith has to say about that matchup.